Good evening, hope you're having an awesome Erev Shabbos. A little crazy in the Lipner house, but as is our Friday custom, let's share one of the thousands of relevant messages from this week's Torah portion that you and I can apply to our everyday lives. This week's Parsha being Parsha's Vayetze. Now, first, a little background to this thought. See, the tractate of Talmud that the Daf Yomi is currently studying is called Masechet Nedarim, the tractate dealing with taking Nedarim, vows. There's an entire body of law that discusses the various halachot surrounding the power of our words and the binding nature of the oaths that we take in taken life. In Judaism, words matter to the point where they have the ability to obligate us to the level of any other mitzvah in the Torah. Words are powerful tools. And because of that, our sages caution us to refrain from generally taking any vows. That's why you might often hear people when saying they're going to do something, they add the words bli neder, no promises, just to cover their liability. You're also definitely familiar with the word neder from the famous kol nidre prayer, which we say Yom Kippur night, that discusses how we might have made vows and promises that year that we just didn't keep, and therefore we atone for them. With that intro, it's interesting to note that in this week's Parsha, immediately after Yaakov awakens from his dream of the ladder, in which God promises that he'll be with him and turn him into a great people, Yaakov then gets up and makes a vow to Hashem that he will do certain things if Hashem keeps his promises to him. The commentaries ask why Yaakov's response to the dream and promise was to make a vow. Why not just thank Hashem, or start walking the walk of Hashem, why does he feel the need to make a neder, a vow? So the great Chidush Arim, the first Ger Rebbe from the early 1800s, explains beautifully as follows. He says the reason why Yaakov made a neder right after his amazing dream was because when one has a moment of clarity in life, a vivid sense of what their great destiny could be, one needs to make a commitment at that time so that he will have something to remain committed to that moment of absolute clarity, even after the clarity starts to fade as it always does. You know, we've all been through moments in life where we have 20-20 sharp vision of what our future could and should be, what the key things that are important in our lives are and where we need to go. Those moments aren't always with us, but they occasionally present themselves. And it's at those moments we need to do our best to attach ourselves to a lifelong commitment to that clarity. This idea actually is particularly resonating with me this weekend as we're preparing for our daughter Shifa's wedding this Monday. And as we enter into the offer of Shabbos for our future son-in-law, JJ, it reminds me of the importance of commitment at the time of celebration and clarity of purpose and relationship. You know, an offer is a time that a chatan gets an aliyah to remind them of the commitment they have to aspire to live a rich, committed Jewish life. And the marriage ceremony is a commitment that a couple makes to support each other unconditionally, uncompromised to achieve that throughout life. It's a moment of absolute clarity. And while the moment of clarity might at times fade, Judaism ensures that the strength and clarity of commitment never does. It's the commitment at times of clarity that reminds us of our important goals, relationship, and aspirations when things get rough and they help us strive to achieve what we truly want to achieve. So on that note, wishing you an awesome Shabbos, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.